My psychic senses are telling me that you are spiritually curious. I'm just kidding. If you found your way here, most likely <laughs> you are interested or curious about energy, the secrets of the universe, the magic of the unseen. There is a lot of conflicting information out there about how to tune into energy beings properly, how to build your intuition, how to cleanse things, yada, yada, yada. I know how overwhelming it can be, so I created a one-stop shop for all of your spiritually curious, psychic expansive self-care needs where you can build your own spiritual practice with guidance, tools, and a safe place to explore your curiosities and connect to your intuition. There's a ton of crash courses covering topics ranging from meeting your spirit guides to trans-channeling to manifesting. You get distance Reiki healings for a wide range of needs, such as moving through discomfort or support stepping into a new chapter or even help calling in creativity. Subscribers get 15% off all full-price services, a monthly group Zoom hangout where the weird is our normal. There are exclusive channeling videos, expansive conversations, guided meditations, movement meditations, weekly reflections, intuitive practices, this podcast, ad-free and as a video, and so much more. New content is uploaded every week, so there's constantly new stuff for you to learn from, digest, and various practices to keep you grounded in your body. And all of this, might I add is only $7 per month. So if you're ready to align to your best self and show up as your inner being, a priceless investment in yourself, you can head over to channelwithamber.com slash subscribe to give it a peek. I'll see you over there. Hello, my friends. I'm back for another expansive conversation. Today... We're talking, or we will start by talking about a shift I am currently in the process of going through. I'm feeling an energy coming into my body, so I feel like it might be interesting to talk while it downloads. Here we go. Alright, so... I feel that in the past year, in the past six months, for those that know me personally, I don't know if you've noticed actually, but if you have, the amount of restraint I possess has lessened more and more every day as my weirdness has come to the forefront stronger than ever before and it feels really nice when I was a kid I was very weird <laughs> I was like um it's like class clown kind of energy but I wasn't disruptive like a disruptive class clown but I was just like I would goof around a lot like make weird faces whatever that's always been like a part of my nature um but as I've gotten older I feel like that has subsided. I'm still silly and mischievous, but I'm not necessarily goofy and comfortable in expressing myself in that way. I feel like I would say probably starting once I moved out of um, the house with Lewis, so in like late July, 
even like early October, I think. I mean, August. <laughs> I started feeling myself let go more as I felt this motivational energy because I was feeling a lot more confident and secure in who I was. So I was a lot more silly, a lot more like taking command of my environment, stuff like that. And I feel like it's been progressing more. And as it's been progressing, the connections I feel with people have deepened. I think because I'm now being more true to myself than I was before, you know, or there's like another layer to it that I'm exposing. And for whatever reason, because it's like a core part of who I am, I think it's just like, I don't know, I'm just able to deepen my connection with people. As I'm talking about it, which is interesting, I actually haven't felt this at all before. There's, oh my gosh, yeah, there's a lot of sadness there. Um, that part of me feels very connected. Ooh, I never made this correlation. That part of me started to fade as I had to deal with the consequences of my sexual abuse, deal with my parents' divorce, all of that stuff. And I know that in middle school, I felt very disconnected from who I was, not in a normal, like, awkward preteen years kind of thing, but, like, I just felt very disconnected from my soul in just a very honest way. And at that point, I stopped acting goofy. I stopped feeling... I th that part of my soul was, like, disconnected for some reason. And I became a lot more emotional, a lot more sen I mean, I've always been sensitive and emotional, but it felt like I was a lot more timid. That's the word. I was a lot more timid. Um, and I feel like right now, as that part of me is coming back in right now, I felt this sense of sadness. Um, I was seeing like 10-year-old me and I just feel that part of my inner child like connected to so much weight and pain and confusion and fear. It just feels like it almost like that part of me dissociated. It completely just was cut off from my whole <clears throat> because it didn't feel safe to express itself. I feel like there's such kids, especially in dance, are able to just release into movement without any effort at all. They're not self-conscious because just developmentally that doesn't really start until like teenage, preteen years, you know. Um, they're not very self-conscious, so they just go and have fun and release and it's so powerful seeing them like freestyle actually no the self-conscious stuff kind of starts earlier than preteen years but if you like look at like a four-year-old dancing granted depending on like trauma and upbringing and training some may still be very shy or be uh, not confident in the way they express themselves but for the most part like young kids don't know what the hell they just will dance and they go full out all the way you know and I feel like this part of me is synonymous with that, where it just is this very, like, free, open, 
um like was there's like a vulnerability to it and i feel like that part of me died whoop after my trauma sorry i hit my camera and it's starting to come back in i feel like actually that is literally what this shift is it's welcoming in a part of my soul that was so present during childhood but what's fascinating is there's a power behind it that feels like like creator energy and as a kid I don't recall feeling particularly powerful in terms of creating but I'm wondering if that's just because I wasn't trained to look for it There's something so deeply grounding about this energy. I'm seeing a lot of green, like a lot of money. It's very abundant, rich. Feels like silky, creamy, emerald, glittery energy. And I feel like as it's coming in more, because I don't have the obstacles I had when I was a kid, like the fear of energy, um, just being at the mercy of my environment, being in unhealthy environments, uh, abusive environments, whatever. I feel like I can finally take command of it and I can actually do something with it in a way that wasn't available to me before. And I feel like there's a there's a project I'm currently working on with a friend. Um, it's like a dance company, like a dance duo situation. And I feel like, I want to say two days ago, um, I felt particularly guided to not fuck around with what I'm doing. There's a video I saw on Instagram that basically said, if you came into your body right now, you were a soul that just dropped into your body at this moment in time. It does not have the baggage of your past. It doesn't know your history. It's literally, you're just stepping into a body with all of the opportunities and knowledge that you possess now. How would it accomplish the goals you have? I don't know if I'm articulating that right, but it's essentially like if you didn't have all of the history, all of the weighted, unaligned beliefs that you've collected over the years, if that wasn't relevant and you just stepped into this body and could do whatever the hell you wanted with all of the information that you possess, that's so powerful, you know? Like it just clarifies so much. And I feel like I've been in that zone where I'm trying to find a balance between like being completely and fully committed to a certain path, a certain goal, you know, a certain venture and not, I don't know, and like honor my environment because I feel like totally aligning to this path requires that I 
not give much time to certain people or certain situations. Which, it's almost like, in my soul, it's like, yeah, go. Don't worry about it. Like, those connections have come to an end. But another part of my mind is, like, the more emotional part, which I feel like sits on my skin. I feel like that's what's connected to my anxiety. It feels like it sits on my outer layers. Is like, oh, no, but you're going to hurt their feelings. Like, you can't just, like, abandon them like that. Like, they rely on you, you know. But it's also, like, I know that voice up at the top is, like, that's just emotional baggage. It's so, it's so bizarre. Like, I feel like as I've continued to progress just in my, like, state of consciousness, I've had to, like, I don't know. It's so, so strange because the path in front of me becomes so clear. But I also don't want to be insensitive to people that are grounded in my past and where my life has been. But at the same time, it feels like putting, like trying to control or comfort or like, you know, put attention to all of that just feels unnecessary. Like, I know the bigger picture and I know what needs to happen. Why am I going to mess with that? Why am I going to micromanage? You know, if I get a message, if this is the path, do it. Their guides, energy source will catch them if they're meant to align with my path they'll have an opportunity there to come and then we can maintain a relationship or whatever but it's not my job to make everything comfortable for everybody you know I feel like especially right now I need to do and I need to act and I need to be and there's nothing more important than that so I'm seeing this path laid out in front of me and all of my decisions right now have been very much based on this specific path and what is going to help me reach my goals. And one of those things that feels very important is partnering with my friend with this dance project because the concept that we have is going to require me to level up my performing, my performance quality in a way that kind of scares me a little bit because it's so vulnerable and so present. But at the same time, I feel like it's much it's ve it's very necessary training to allow me to keep stepping into this role that I'm stepping into, into the state of being where I am not afraid, where I am in control, where I see people's souls only rather than getting tied up with all of this like surface garbage not garbage, but just surface stuff, you know, ideas like that overthinking, um, baggage, weighted, just weird, confusing, convoluted stuff. It's like I'm, I need to cut through that and just see the soul and everybody and everything and see me reflecting back in everybody. Like I need to connect to this state of oneness and be able to maintain that always. And I feel that sometimes, but I feel like the depth in which my soul is calling for that experience is far deeper than where I am now. And what's going to force me to do that is having to step into a role where I have to do that. Like where, let's say, I have to just 
walk up to a stranger and stare into their eyes for two minutes because it's like weird performance art or something you know what I'm saying like I need to be able to be a character with confidence and vulnerability where I'm fully naked in the way that I am expressing myself and I'm seeing the nakedness of the person or the people I am performing to and feeling safe and comfortable with that you know and I feel like part of that is so tied into this childlike part of myself like when I was a kid I loved dance I've always loved dance so I would put on shows for my family and I didn't give a fuck if they wanted to watch or not it's like you're gonna watch me dance I'm gonna show you my number and if they weren't looking and be like hey look at me I'm trying to show you something you know what I'm saying I would never do that now I would never I'm way I became way too self-conscious and like overly uh overly aware of other people and how they're feeling and not wanting to make them think of me bad I think it all comes to abandonment stuff and being scared of people like me being a bother me annoying them you know and I feel like at this point that is completely dissipating and I'm coming back to a state where it's like I'm gonna dance for you if I want to dance for you and you're gonna watch me and if you don't well I don't know what I don't know then but I just feel like this total like unapologetic form of myself is stepping out and I feel like even in the way that I present myself like on social media or in reels it's like I don't really care if I look stupid right now I'm just doing whatever the hell makes me happy um and it's making all the difference to be quite honest I feel like, I feel, to be completely honest, I literally am feeling like an alien a little bit. Right now with this energy, for some reason, I'm resonating more with aliens than like fairies. Where it's almost like, I don't even know, I just, I don't necessarily it's not that I don't feel human because that's not the right way to express it but I just feel so like disconnected from society and society's expectations of me where I just feel like I'm literally like in a different country and I'm just like I'm just gonna make it work and you're gonna enjoy it like I don't I I don't know how to put it into words um but I'm definitely feeling like some weird cosmic being um, that is like has dropped into this little planet and I'm just like doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm here with the mission, you know, and I know it's going to work and I don't have the emotional capacity to have like fear or I don't know, insecurity don't take me wrong I still feel both of those like I've been having to really face anxiety a lot lately but I feel like I'm purging it out of my system like I feel like I'm getting to a place where I won't necessarily experience fear and insecurity and anxiety like I usually do and I feel like if there's anything I can say to help you reach this state as well 
because it's really empowering is the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself is learn to distinguish between intuition and anxiety or fear, history, baggage, you know? And I think even like one huge lesson I've learned is if I just, everything is about belief. If I believe what I'm telling myself, that will be my truth 100% of the time. And I've really been kind of testing it out lately or experimenting with it where it's like, if I choose to feel scared or insecure about something, that will be my reality with it. Things happen in accordance to that. If I simply feel anxious, but change the dialogue and be like, this is just anxiety sitting on my skin. This is my past echoing out. It's past ghosts that are haunting me and yelling in my ear, okay? Which can be very loud and overwhelming. But if I just see it as these are past ghosts that can get the fuck out of here, like they're just weirdos hollering in my ear, and instead find a new belief that I like better, my reality falls in line with that. And it can be very scary because we are trained to prepare for worst case scenario, you know, to listen to these ghosts and stuff that are haunting us from our past. But what good does it actually do to listen to them? Like, how does that help you progress in life? Because even if it were something like, don't it's, it's like it can literally be applied to anything. If I go outside and I feel like somebody's going to rob me, then somebody can rob me. If I go outside and say nobody's going to rob me, and I feel, or not even that, if I go outside and say I am safe and protected, I'm safe and protected. Let's say, worst case scenario, you say that you're safe and protected but somebody comes and tries to rob you. It's almost like even saying that, when you believe that that dialogue so much, it just like drops away. Like it's literally not, it's, it's like saying one plus one equals five. Like no, that literally does not make sense. They are not in alignment. Don't apply it. You don't have to. But I feel like at the state of consciousness I guess that I'm operating at right now it's like even if I were to get robbed okay there's a reason behind this how can I be present in this moment and what can I do like I'm there's no fear there because I know that I am being led to things that are going to foster my growth in the best way possible we are not here to suffer I say this all the time things are not meant to be hard We are meant to carry out our purpose. We are meant to do what makes our soul sing. We are meant to be the epitome of our soul and the essence of our little corner of energy of the universe here right now. Why would you be punished for that? The universe wants you to succeed always. So succeed. We talked about this on the last, like, mind-opening conversation at the very end. 
I don't know. I think what all I'm trying to share with you, and I understand that this can be something difficult to really adopt and understand if you haven't really experienced it yourself, but imagine I'm you from the future, okay? I'm you from the future, and I'm looking back, and the one thing I can tell you with absolute certainty is if you just do what you want to do, what your soul just feels good doing, like not listening to all of that surface stuff and like worrying about expectations or hurting people or disappointing people and just doing what makes you feel like the epitome of love, everything's going to work out. Literally. If you believe that, everything is going to work out. I am you from the future. I am telling you with certainty that your life is going to be incredible. But you have to follow what makes your heart sing. And if you aren't sure what that is, because there are many people that, you know, may not know or feel a little bit lost or are disconnected from that, explore, experiment. I have, have a, um, I just published a mini course on my subscription about how to tap into someone's soul purpose. So if you want to like, just look at that real quick, go for it. It's only $7. You can cancel it after one month. But you have a whole library of different courses and stuff to help build your intuition. I didn't mean to like put in a commercial, <laughs> but I'm being very serious because I'm putting content out to help you. So I'm being very serious about that. But if you don't know what makes your, your heart sing, get to know yourself. Spend time with yourself. What? Start at small things. Like what do you like? What textures? What smells? What colors do you like? And if you have many, great. Like all of them. That's great. I feel like I like all the colors and I can appreciate most smells. You know, maybe there's some that I don't particularly enjoy, but it's like art. Art is meant to make you feel something. So I can appreciate something that makes me feel something. <laughs> it's so peculiar. Our body's systems, you know? Or the way that our society runs, or just humanity runs, where there's just so much fear. We're in survival mode all the time. And it doesn't seem right. We're not here to survive. We're here to thrive. Why are our bodies tuned into survival? When did that change? Because that's not in alignment with our true nature. And I don't feel like that is how our bodies have always felt. Tuning into like early collectives on this planet or early, yeah, collectives, beings, people, humans on this planet. They were very tuned in. They were very tuned in. What happened? There is a part of our bodies 
or DNA something. It's like a puzzle piece that is like misplaced or mislodged. Energy healing, Reiki, for example. There is a study that was done, and I wish I knew what it was called. I might be able to Google it, but it's in mentioned in the book Hands of Light by Barbara Ann Brennan. I'm just going based off memory, so I may be a little wrong, but <clears throat> it was basically about um, DNA was, I don't know, there's some study that showed that Reiki can actually like move strands of DNA or like adjust them, you know, like heal them. Like if there's strands that are broken apart, like it can bring them back together. It has an effect on DNA. I feel like the awareness of the self is missing. The connection between physical and spiritual is missing. As we tune more into that part of ourselves, it has an effect on our DNA. It has, a, it has an effect on our healing. It has an effect on the way our bodies operate. And if you want multiple, like, I don't know, pieces of support for that, the way you talk to your body significantly changes how it operates. That's a fact. If you are constantly thinking badly about yourself and in a bad headspace, that significantly affects your body. It decreases its functioning. That's proven scientifically. So elevating your state of mind as thoroughly as possible will naturally connect you to yourself, which allows you to heal better, allows your body to work more efficiently, allows you to work in unison with your body. <clears throat> your cells are essentially like collectives themselves, your organs, your tissues. We've had this conversation before, a while ago, but before. Talk to them. We need to understand that we are more than this body. We are multidimensional, magical, fucking, universal angels, gods, goddesses, whatever the hell. <laughs> you literally are that. That is literally in you. Why keep it hidden? It takes some time to awaken into it, sure, to step out of the weight of society and how it's been run for a while. But why not go for it, you know? As I'm talking, I feel like somehow I'm feeling very connected to like multiple timelines where I'm almost like seeing myself in like a hundred different sheets, like hundred different videos, like saying this. 
expressing this to my camera. Where there's this like unison being hit amongst my soul. You are literally a superhero. We all are. You can literally do anything. There are many parts of our brain that we don't use to full capacity. Come into them. I mean, it's hard. It's like telling somebody that can't... Uh, it's like explaining or telling... I don't know. But if there's another sense besides like smell, taste, touch, you know what I'm saying? Like if there's another sense that somebody doesn't have and you're trying to explain it like if somebody has never smelled before in their life and you're trying it's like trying to explain smell it's like yeah okay uh I feel like that's what I'm doing where it's like okay I get it but I don't understand I feel like that's I'm trying to explain something like that and I don't I don't think that's possible I don't know what is happening but I'm feeling a deep sense of unison literally between like various lifetimes now it's like everything is taking a deep breath everything every part of my soul that's been on this planet is exhaling or is beginning to they're all like relaxing and like not shutting down but it's almost like i feel like all of the energy is somehow being concentrated right here right now Parts of my soul, the information that various parts of my soul possess, I feel like are coming into my consciousness now. Yeah, I'm feeling some sort of weird discomfort. It's making me feel a little nauseous and un it's just uncomfortable. It feels like a lot of just uh, some unfamiliar territory. As we come into each lifetime, different parts of our soul are present there, so I feel like it's parts of my soul that I'm not necessarily, like, totally connected to in this lifetime, or, you know, so they feel a little peculiar. Ooh. Yeah, it's very strange. I'm seeing, like, a lot of colors. It reminds me of, like, a circus, and, like, I'm seeing weird colored circles feels very clown-like, which is making me uncomfortable. It's having like a throw-up kind of a nauseous effect for some reason. Um, but I think it's just because it's unfamiliar. Ooh, and I'm feeling some sort of pain. Ugh, like my esophagus is like being slit open. I know I've had some brutal deaths, but I feel like some of that information is coming through right now. But I don't necessarily feel like it's meant to be bad, like I'm re-experiencing re a death, but it almost feels like in that moment there's information in that experience. And it's just peculiar because my nervous system would usually not react negatively to such a visual. And while I am feeling my anxiety slightly elevating it feels unnecessary where it's like what are you doing like chill the fuck out 
And at this point, I feel like I'm able to separate myself from my anxiety very much by that, where it's like, calm the fuck down. Why are you reacting? You know, there's literally no reason for it. Feeling that now. Oh, interesting. In terms of this visual of my esophagus being cut open, it's almost like I saw I saw a up close of it being sliced from bottom to top and like as it's opening out, it's like my consciousness went into the tissue and the tissue is so like rich and warm and nourished. Like it just feels so healthy. So blissful and peaceful for some reason. feels like it's actually taking away the fear of death, painful death. It's like my body is experiencing a painful death and it's like it's overwhelmed with these feelings of bliss because that's what you feel when you die and it's like rewriting that narrative. And there's a part in my, it's in my solar plexus, like near my spine, like right in front of my spine, uh, not on my back, but on the other side, like towards my stomach, you know, um, that is very uncomfortable with the idea because it feels like if it accepts that death is not bad, like if it accepts releasing fear of it, it's scared that it's then accepting it that as a fate. But I feel like it actually has the opposite effect where by not being afraid of it, it's like I can rewrite my destiny. Like I don't need, that won't even be an option anymore. It won't be on my mind because it's not necessary. That lesson, that experience has been accomplished. It's going to take a little bit of time though to fully melt into that. I can feel that. Ah, but why? It doesn't have to. Let me see if I can speed it up. It feels like because it's in my physical body and I'm, I don't know, for whatever reason, I think my mind is still in the training that the physical takes time. It feels like I just kind of have to approach it the way I do anxiety, where it's just kind of like separate from it. It'll figure it out. I have the belief set. I have the seeds planted. It just needs to like marinate in that and it'll slip off. But I feel like I need to release the fact that the physical takes time. It is a heavier energy. It is the physical, you know, so things take longer to manifest here. But I feel like the only reason I, the only reason that's the case is because that is a trained view that I have adopted. Why can't the physical be quickest of all? time isn't linear implement that change the timeline I feel so different right now I don't even know how to explain what I'm feeling it feels like I'm on drugs and I don't take drugs I am on nothing except for coffee <laughs> and hot chocolate I'm hungry but that's all 
I was thinking about that earlier today, actually. <laughs> like, I feel like spirituality is better than drugs. <laughs> the only issue is it takes it's it takes some time to get to the state where things feel like you're on drugs. <laughs> but it's the best drug of all. Being high on life and high high vibes. Feeling the throw up feeling again. I think I need to eat something. Yeah, I definitely do. But then even with that, it's like, well, why can't I just align to the to the to a time? Or why can't I just say like, no, I have all the nutrients I need. I'm full. And that be the truth. In my head, it's like, well, because this is a physical, you need to eat. Well, it's like, well, no, it's all energy. Why can't I just make food materialize in my stomach? Nutrients materialize. Ooh. Yeah, this is an interesting shift. Well, do I have anything else to share? Loss. Energy. Loss. If you've lost energy, this is the time to call it in. January 13th to January 29th, 26th, 31st. I don't know what those were. This, what are the, I wonder what the moon phase are, phases. That all feels like nonsense. Whatever it is, is I'm hearing, feeling like a walkie-talkie, and it's just like Colin lost, lost energy. Land of the lost. Go to your land of the lost and reclaim the space. Explore parts of you that have been hidden. Set the intention to have parts of you that have been lost come to you and invite you in. You don't necessarily have to look to the past for this. Don't limit yourself to this lifetime. Connect to your soul. What parts of your soul want to come in? Go into a meditative state, setting the intention to connect to your soul and parts that want to come back in and be integrated. Call them in. Talk to them. Set that intention. Be open to the experience and where it takes you. Be mindful of new beliefs and concepts that come to you. Trust them. Redefine your reality. Everything is a choice. You don't have to hold on to old viewpoints and beliefs. You literally don't. It's all a choice. And if that statement is triggering for you, talk to that part of you that is triggered. Because I feel like as I'm saying that, there's a part of my body that's reacting that's like, well, no, sometimes you're just put in bad circumstances. It's like, okay. But that's contracted. That's agreed upon. Contracts are always up for change. Nothing is ever set. And sometimes you need to experience it to believe it. But again, 
Look at me as a future you. That is one experiment I did for a majority of 2022. And I can say without a doubt that that is fact. You always have a choice. Whether you stay, whether you go, whether you do this, whether you do that, whether you put this on, whether you put that on, whether you cut your hair, what makeup you put on, how you present yourself, everything is a choice. A lot of parts of us are in autopilot. But even that, not making a choice, or not making a mindful choice, is still a choice. Everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. Even if you feel stuck in a situation, you are multidimensional fucking gods. You can create whatever you want. The issue is, is you need to tap into that, you know? But you can tap into that at any time. This is the time for the collective to take command and take ownership of who the fuck we are and where we're going. This is the time to reclaim life, earth. Go back to our natural state of operating. We are not here to struggle. We are here to be one with this planet and connect to all of the wisdom and history and memory and life and experience that this planet has for us. We are here to create. We are here to be gods in our own little place. So be a fucking god. Create what you want to create. This is the place to explore physical creating. Why allow your history to dictate what you create? You are not here to serve your history. You are here to serve you and add your essence into the ever-growing collection of experience here so add your sparkle not someone else's that story's been told already add you i don't know what else to say i think that's about all these are weird but I kind of like them. All right, I need to make some dinner. As they say that, it's like just materialized food in your stomach. But it's like I want to experience eating because it just sounds good. My mouth wants flavor. And then I was like, well, you then create flavor. It's like, yeah, but I just want to create food right now. That just feels good. I want to have a collaboration with the earth and ingest it and become one with it (laughs) all right friends i love you happy exploring see you next time
Thank you so much for listening to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. To learn more about me, my work, and such, you can visit channelwithamber.com or follow me on Instagram at channelwithamber. A special thank you to Unicorn Heads for my theme song, A Mystical Experience. See you next time. Thank you.